Hello, this is Kenny Williamson, and welcome back to another episode of McKill's Deck Chronicles. As you know, in these episodes, we've been talking about Soul Ties. So this is the third installment of our Soul Ties podcasts. And in today's podcast, we are going to be talking about some of the powers that are behind the Soul Ties. Okay? So we know we're talking about an unrighteous, unholy thing that, you know, you're not supposed to be doing, but you're doing it anyway. You can't seem to stop. So what I believe is there are spiritual aspects to all of this, which we've talked about. And one of the spiritual aspects that are behind these soul ties and keep them going are demonic in nature. So... I believe that there are many demonic forces involved in these soul tie attachments. And I believe that you can get a hold of these demons and get a hold of these problems by rebelling against, you know, the Holy Spirit, rebelling against your parents. Rebellion in general is wrong biblically. Okay, you're not supposed to be doing you're not supposed to be rebelling, okay? So, um if you have a relationship with somebody that's born out of rebellion, you have these spiritual problems you have to deal with, demonic problems. And we have here um, in 1 Samuel 15, it says, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. Okay, so basically rebellion, you know, it talks quite a bit in the Bible about rebelling, and it's wrong, and it's a sin. So let's say you go after somebody, you get this soul tie, and it has a direct result from you rebelling against somebody who told you not to do it, or you know you're not supposed to be doing it. You're rebelling against the Holy Spirit. And what that boils down to is that you know it is not the will of God for you to be in this relationship with this person. Okay? You know that all you're doing by continuing with this thing is gratifying the flesh. So you've got this thing going on. It's not the will of God. You're doing it anyway just to gratify the flesh. So basically, at the end of the day, um, you have removed your, you know, your divine protection, your divine covering that God would give you, you know, for doing the right thing. You've got rid of that, and you're basically doing rebellion, which is the same as witchcraft, according to the Bible. So basically, anything that comes out of rebellion, is produced of rebellion, opens a satanic door, opens doors to demonic activity and demonic spirituality, you know, affecting your life. So kind of what that means there is the soul tie is basically being empowered by demonic powers. Of course, in these demonic powers, they have full intentions of destroying you in your future. So hypothetically speaking, like that, we could say, 
you know, if there had been somebody that you were with and you got over them easily, but this particular person you're with, you can't seem to get over because of this soul tie. Um, this one could be different because of the spiritual element with this soul tie. And there's kind of like a spiritual connector and there's a demonic influence involved that's keeping this thing going. Where if it was just a normal deal, you probably could just get out of it and say, okay, I don't want to be with that person. But because this one is a soul tie that has demonic behind it, and it's demonic because you're going against the will of God, you're doing whatever you want just for your own flesh sake, and you're rebelling against God by doing it because you know you're not supposed to be doing it, so you're rebelling, that just gives these demonic powers even more grip over your life. Now, one of these um, demonic spiritual attachments here I've got is flattery. And basically, flattering, when you get flattered, um, it's like a drug to some people. They love flattery. And basically, they want to feel desired. They want to feel pretty or whatever it is. So that's, of course, they want, they want to be flattered. They want people to say, oh, you're this, you're that, you're this. And, of course, I understand that, you know, that's normal for some people. But some people take this way too far. And this is where this whole, you know, on social media, the whole selfies, everything, look at me, look what I'm doing. Everybody needs to pay attention to me. They want, they want that flattery. They're addicted to it like a drug. And you can tell the different people that are because they do the same thing over and over and over. They, it just doesn't seem like they can ever get enough of it. And basically, the need to feel desired and wanting this flattery um, can open open a gate up to the soul where these demons can come in, and that's another snare for a person to be tied up in these soul ties. A person who has low self-esteem, okay, for example, they can get hooked by this um, demonic spirit of flattery. So somebody, you know, that just, you know, you know, the people, they've got low self-esteem for whatever reason, and people start flattering them, you know, they can become addicted to that like a drug. Another one of these demonic um, spirits that can enter into your life through this sin and soul tie is the spirit of manipulation. So basically, the spirit of manipulation and control is one of the very active demonic things that are going on in these soul ties. So in other words, if you open up your heart and open up your soul to the wrong person, the wrong people, um, this spirit of control and manipulation can get its grip on you there. So manipulation can cause irrational behavior or out of character decisions when somebody's being manipulated by somebody, they start doing things that aren't themselves. And a lot of people notice that. They'll say, yeah, when they're with this person, they're just not themselves. They just do this. They do that. Possibly make bad decisions. So that is a demonic influence that's taken over due to their soul tie. So also with the manipulation, um, they can also, of course, manipulate your emotions, your, your emotions and your decisions. Okay, so that leads us to another one here, um, one of these demonic um, demonic things here that can get a hold of you, is the spirit of codependency. 
And what that is, is basically this demonic grip gets a hold of you and it gets you convinced that you literally cannot survive without this person in this soul tie or possibly they won't survive without you. But basically you want them, you want this soul tie thing or you want this person so bad you don't think you can live without them. And so that's another thing that keeps you coming back. Can't let go because you, you just don't think you can live without them. And that's a demonic thing as well. Another one of these um, demonic grips that keep these soul ties going is whenever you look at this person, okay, or this person is meeting certain emotional needs or physical needs and you start looking up to this person. I mean, you really think highly of them. You've got a soul tie with them. They're always on your mind. You know, we all know this. And now you're really looking up to them. I mean, you just think the world of them, possibly. And basically, you're thinking about them all the time when really you should probably be thinking about God all the time. You don't need to be thinking about a person all the time. You need to be thinking about God. But when you have this demonic spirit of codependency, you know, you start thinking you can't live without them. Um, you know, this demonic, this demonic force basically plants the lie in your brain that you're never going to survive without this individual. So it's just one of those same old thing all over again is you think you have to have them. You just can't let go. And of course, when you start putting somebody up on a pedestal like that and can't get them out of your mind, basically you're shifting the focus from God to man, okay? And that's exactly what this demonic spirit causes is for you to make a God out of somebody else instead of God. So when you put an individual up on a pedestal like this and you can't get them out of your mind and you think you can't live without them, what you've done is you've made them your God, Okay, which you're not supposed to be doing that. You're supposed to be putting God first and everything else will fall into place. So we definitely don't want to be doing anything like that. Now, one of these other things here, these demonic influences, is basically the influence of a sexual perversion. Okay, and so sexual perversion is one of the major demonic soul ties you can have. Um, so whenever you're doing stuff like that, stuff that you're not supposed to be doing sexually, basically you're allowing these demons to really get a grip on you. Okay. So all these encounters, these sexual encounters are basically, they have demonic undertones. Okay. It's all from the devil. And I mean, sexual things can impact the body, the mind and the spirit. Okay, and 1 Corinthians 6 says, Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So right there, reading that, you know, it's 1 Corinthians, so it was written by the Apostle Paul. 
Paul here makes it clear that there is a connection between one's, you know, the sexuality, morality, and one's spirit. Um, basically, sex impacts your body. It has an effect on your body. It has an effect on your mind and your spirit, your soul. Um, so basically, sex like that is spiritual. It's a spiritual thing. And when you're not married and you're fornicating, um, or whatever it is you're doing here, I mean, these sexual perversions create these demonic grips, and even they even get these soul ties even gripped even tighter. And lots of times, this sexual perversion, it creates um, a false sense of worthlessness, okay, and a false, a false sense of God's absence. So basically, you do some of these things, and it makes you feel worthless, and it makes it feel like, you know, you've done this stuff against God, and, you know, you just can't ever get back. Now, some of these people aren't even Christians, so this doesn't doesn't apply to them. But for Christians that are caught in these soul ties, you know, it makes it feel like you've been abandoned by God or God's no longer around because you just feel so worthless after you've done some of this stuff. And, of course, that's one of the demonic grips right there because once you start feeling that way and it feels like God's not around and you feel worthless, um, it basically leads to a devaluing and a lowering of your standards because you're like, well, I just can't do anything right. I can't get anything better. And so possibly subconsciously you start believing that you're not worthy of anyone better than the one that you have. So you've got your soul tie. The soul tie is causing all this stuff because it's unrighteous. It's unholy. It has to do with your flesh. Um, You're rebelling against God while you're doing it. And you try to break free. Then you feel unworthy. You don't feel like God's anywhere around. And so then you have to end up falling back on the soul tie, which is the very person that's creating or enabling this whole entire thing to happen. So, of course, you fall right back into it again, just can't get can't get free. Because every little thing you try to get free just sucks you right back in. So what that boils down to is you have this demonic spirit that um, uses this perverted act that you've done. It uses something you've done wrong, some sin. And it uses this sin to create a deception in your mind that you are completely worthless and that basically God hates you for your actions, you know? So in your mind, that's what you believe. And of course, neither is true. Um, you're not worthless and God does not hate you, of course. And of course, of course, God's love is endless, of course, but God will forgive you. You know, you can repent for your sins and be forgiven. Now that does not mean you're not going to sin because you're a sinner. You're a born sinner. We all are. So, the thing is, you have to realize that you can't let that doom and gloom come into your mind and start thinking that God hates you because you've done something wrong. Now, in actuality, what you need to do is stop doing it, repent for it, and pray to God, and try to put God first and realize that God does not hate you for that sin. So we've got this um, demonic spirit of perversion or fornication or whatever And it has the capacity to destroy a person's mental outlook on themselves for you to to, for you to be able to see your own worth. 
it's hard for you to see what you what you're actually worth because you're too busy thinking about this other stuff. And I had um, I was able to talk to a guy today about this very thing who's basically you know having some problems with his wife. He's it's a soul tie thing. She's a narcissist by the sounds of it. And it's the same thing. She has got him down to the point he does not see his own worth. He thinks he's completely worthless. In actuality, he's actually the one that's probably worth something. She's the one that has, you know, of little worth, if, if you want to put it that way. And, but he's, his capacity to see his true worth has been diminished where he's just, he's just beside himself on it. Now, we also have here this demonic spirit of rejection. We've got that going on, too. This is one of the things that keeps you in this thing. It's hard to break it. And it's basically emotional abuse. Um, rejection. This rejection is emotional, emotional abuse. And it basically can create a psychological lock that captivates these abused and what that causes, it, it causes a person's desire to prove oneself as always being good enough. So basically, you get, you get rejected, and it makes you keep thinking you have to constantly try to prove yourself good enough and validate yourself, you know, with this ongoing attachment, you know, that you've got. So it's just never-ending something and basically, this spirit of rejection like this, it causes you to chase whatever's running from you. So you don't think you're good enough. Something tries to leave in this soul tie, let's say, and then you chase after it. So you've ch you're chasing after it, trying to prove that you're good enough. When in actuality, you should probably be running from it, but your your mind is so warped because you're not in God's word and you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're rebelling that you don't even realize this. So, you know, a lot of this stuff seems just like emotional problems or whatever, but uh, I believe that these demonic forces literally work on you night and day to keep you bound to the wrong people. Um, of course, it, they may keep you, like in this case, it would keep you bound to the wrong person just so you don't have to face another rejection from somebody else. So instead of trying to do something right and maybe talk to somebody, you know, instead of doing that, you're so worried about rejection because you're always having to prove that you're good enough. You would just rather stick with who you're with and not worry about trying to get rejected again because you're too, you're too worried about getting rejected. Um, of course, obviously you should never live your life, um, worrying about being rejected or being fearful of being rejected. Um, obviously, because if you put God first, you know, he's going to take care of you and he's going to step in. And so you don't need to maintain or keep, keep this unhealthy relationship going, you know, based on fear of rejection. I mean, you know, don't even worry about it. I mean, the right person is going to come along. You don't have to worry about being rejected. So that's going to keep you tied to somebody that's a crazy narcissist or something like that. And it says here in Psalm 2710, it says, When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. 
so basically, I mean, just don't ever, just don't ever give place to the spirit of rejection in a relationship. That is, I would not, don't worry about that at all. You should not allow these demonic influences to come in and make you think you're not good enough. And so basically that's it on this one. Now we are going to talk soon about how to break a soul tie. Okay. We've talked about what a soul tie is and kind of everything else. And like this particular time we talked about the demonic force that I believe is behind these soul ties that's keeping them going. And so, you know, you're going to get this demonic influence when you're not in the word of God, when you're not praying and when you're not submitting to God. So, I mean, your first and foremost thing should be praying to God, you know, asking God to, you know, have the Holy Spirit come into your into your life and lead and guide you and show you what you're worth. And don't fall for these ridiculous demonic tricks of, you know, you're not any good. You'll never find anybody else. You've just got to take it. No, you don't. Lots and lots of that stuff is just demonic influence is trying to convince you. Now, it's going to be hard to get out of these demonic influences if you're living in sin and you're doing things you're not supposed to be doing, you know, especially with this other person. If you're with this other person and you're doing everything you can with them to satisfy your flesh and do everything and rebel against God, it's going to be almost impossible to break one of these soul ties because you're allowing it to happen. You're enabling these demonic influences and these demons to come around you. You're enabling it. You're allowing it to happen because you're doing everything you're not supposed to be doing. You're rejecting God. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're rebelling against God. And these demons love it when you do that. They're like, oh, you're going to rebel? Well, we'll just slip right in and we'll make sure you're absolutely miserable while you're doing it. So, and the more you do it, the more miserable you're going to get. And then pretty soon you're spiraling down, 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 and just like, I just can't get away from this person. I can't get out of these bad relationships. Well, here you go. You know, it's because you've rebelled. You're not, you're not into the word of God. You're not probably not reading your Bible. You're not, there's a whole thing, a whole lot of things you should probably be doing to break these soul ties, okay, and to get out of them. And we're going to talk about that in our next episode is how to break a soul tie. So I sure thank you for listening. Um, I hope you come back and listen again really, really soon. Um, if you have any questions or comments, be sure and give us an email. Thanks for listening, and I hope this helped. God bless you.